When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey, everyone. All right. Sorry, that was awful. We need to learn how to, like, talk when we get really... Weird. Hey, everybody. This is Ari, and this is... And today we're going to read a story from the Bible, and we are going to do a Q&A, which is going to be a lot of fun. We posted on the Instagram and said, we're doing a Get to Know Us episode, so ask any questions that you guys want. Um, we have so many episodes that are really heavy and hard-hitting, and we yeah. love that. But today we, we're just like, Jesus is joy. Let's have a little fun. Because <laughs> we're really happy people. But it's good. We're no, it's great. No, it's good. It well, is. We have been talking about a lot of heavy topics, so we figured, hey, let's, let's just make it fun. Let's just okay. have a little fun with our friends. Um, do my eyes look puffy? <laughs> no, why? Because I watched The Passion of the Christ last night. Oh, I already know you were wailing. I was wailing and I was sitting there being like I, I, I have to record tomorrow like I have to be careful I'm really gonna be puffy but I cried last night too <laughs> I don't know why? all right wait why <laughs> I don't know come I on tell the class why'd you laugh I had a moment in the shower in another shower and moment. then another sign from God really we'll talk about that wait the- can you tell me the sign from God no, I had a sign because my little thing with God. Do you ever do you ever have those little things with him, like the little insiders with Always. him? I do. My thing is Waymaker, and so I know he's with me when Waymaker miraculously comes on. And so I was in the shower, and I was like, Jesus, I need you. And I had worship music on in the background. Right when I said that, all of a sudden I hear Waymaker. <laughs> That and is. I look up and I was like, I love you so much, God. That is so cute. Wait, can you also tell the He's story, the actually, about um, you told me that you were in the back of an Uber, I think, and you were you were really upset about something and you, you prayed and you were like, God, I feel so far from you right now. Like, Jesus, I, I need to feel close to you. And you instantly got a phone call. Right. A phone call. Oh, no. That you're, are, does this have to do with Waymaker? No. No, but you, oh, it happened huh. recently. Someone called you and was like, I, someone was crying and they were like, I just want you to know, like. Oh, yes. Um, yes, I was in the back of an Uber and I had a moment and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, should I not be doing this? You know, I had such spiritual warfare and I was feeling so down upon myself and I was like, I don't deserve this. I don't know if I should be doing this. And I prayed and I was like, God, please be with me right now. Cover me in your strength. And all of a sudden, as I'm saying this to God, it was one of those moments. My phone rings. It was from my girlfriend who I grew up with that I haven't talked to in a long time. And she was like, hi, R. She's like, I know I haven't talked to you, but I just thought I should tell you this because you're seriously changing my life and bringing me to God, you and Angela. She's And she's broke down in tears. She's like, I can't even tell you what you're doing for my life and how much it's changing already. And I just was like, thank you, Jesus. He's so cute. 
He's the best. You're never alone with Jesus. Literally never alone. He's and right I, with you always. I, I love when he does those like quick manifestations mm-hmm. of himself to reveal himself. It, and a, a prayer that I always say is, God, reveal yourself to mm-hmm. me. Jesus, reveal yourself. Have something happen to where it's like it's undeniable that it's you that made it happen. So cute. Yeah, I was watching The Passion of the Christ last night. And I just, I really, Ari and I were talking about how we want to do a series on Jesus's life, maybe from birth to death, because whenever I feel like far from God or I'm like missing him or not feeling his presence, I'll always go and read about his death. Mm -hmm. And it just instantly brings me to him. Like it, it, because I think we forget about the gravity of the cross and what happened and how bad it was that like hearing about it just immediately brings me that awareness of who he is, what he did and how he lives within us all the time. Thanks to the cross. Why weren't you with me when you were watching that? Sorry. I don't mean to be jealous. (laughs) I was alone actually. What were you doing last night? I wanted to hang out with you last night. You left. I but I, I asked you to come over, and then you made it seem like you wanted to stay at your you house. Wanted sweet sweet greens for the fifth time. I wanted sweet greens. She's addicted. Okay, I am too. OCD. <laughs> Steak story. <laughs> it's now sweet green. I have this place in LA called Sweet Green every day. <laughs> I suggested, hey, just for tonight, let's eat somewhere else. And you look at me, you go, I can't have been thinking about it all day. I need sweet green. <laughs> like. Okay, bye. I was, I was heartbroken when you said let's go have something else because I had to choose between you and Sweet Green. Of course, and- I wanted John and Vinny's pasta because that's who I am. Ah, oh, I'd love some pasta. Anyways, anyways, so we wanted to start off with a story. I was looking for a story yesterday, and this one really just came out to me. I felt like we should read it. So I, I before we start, yeah. I just wanted to say. When we do these episodes, I really hope that people don't skip the scripture and when we read the good Bible. Good point. Because. <laughs> no, that is a good point. Okay. Because typically, I, if before I was a believer, like not a believer, but before I started reading the Bible, I probably would have too. Me too. Because it's hard to understand. It is. And like yeah. even way back when I would use, like years ago when I would listen to sermons, sometimes I pass the scripture. And like <laughs> before I had the awareness that that's the most important part, I just want you guys to know that like. Every word that comes out of our mouths is nothing compared to what's in this Bible. So please, like, just read with us, and and it's so important. Go ahead, sister. So we wanted to read Luke seven thirty six. It's the story of a divine dinner interruption by a sinner expressing her gratitude for God's forgiveness. Beautiful. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster f- brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping. And she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair of her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil. Mm. Now when the Pharisees see who had invited him and saw this, he spoke to himself saying, this man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. Mm. The Pharisees doubted Jesus because he was so openly associated with sinners. Yep. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debitors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 
50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which one of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. Mm -hmm. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair on her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore, I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. Mm. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. There's just a little more. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? Then he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Jesus. In Jesus' name. Oh, I love every, every story of Jesus says this to me, but especially the ones that are so... He's so compassionate and everyone else is sitting there around being like, how could he? How could like there's everyone is doubting him saying there's no there's no way he could be God, because if he was, then he would know how bad this woman was. Little do they know he's fully aware of who she is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think what we can take away with this is we never want to have the mind of a Pharisee. Mm. Like they just thought they were better than everyone else. They were above everyone else. Even Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, they thought they were just they thought they were better than him, and I think that. Yeah, they're legalistic. They they are not at all about relationship. They're just about the legalistic side of. They're about religion, and we're about relationship. That's why, like, if you compare the Old Testament to the New Testament, we we are so lucky that we have Jesus in the cross. Otherwise, we'd just be stuck in the bondage of the spirit of religion. Where as now, I mean, it's just about he literally. He, he, he knows who this woman is, but he's, he doesn't care about her past. He's more interested in who she's going to become through the grace of God. And that's how he feels about us, too. He doesn't care mm-hmm. about our past like people do. Yeah. He's interested in who we can be through him. Yeah. And they thought because they were righteous, like they were better. And that's God doesn't forgive the righteous. He forgives those who come before him at his mercy mm. for forgiveness and repentance. He, he, it says in the Bible that... Um, God doesn't, he has, the healthy are in no need of a doctor. It's the sick who need healing. And so that's why he loves the sinners because they need him. We all need him. But, um, and I just, I love here when he says, um, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. We talk all the time about how faith is the most important thing. And it's like faith is the human channel for receiving God's gifts. Yeah. Like she went humbly before him she went in she went as a in as a servant Mm. went on her knees and just humbly asked for his forgiveness she knew what she did she was a woman who didn't have the best reputation but she just wanted to be forgiven Mm. she she was doing everything like she was washing his feet and and crying and just uh so beautiful so hum it's so humbling and by the way (sighs) 
back then, like, that's what you, that was the hospitality that you would have. Like, that's what you would do when you let someone in your home for a dinner. Like, you would, you would wash their feet and things like that. The Pharisees didn't do any of that. And that's why it's important, like, not to think you're better than anyone else. You never want to have the mind of a Pharisee. Like, I kept saying that in my head as I was reading that. I love that so much. Yeah. I think true faith and relationship with Jesus starts with humility. Like yes. you, you, you can't, you can't be a true follower of Jesus when you're arrogant. We always talk about that. It's the most important thing is yeah. to, to, to not be arrogant because we see it in a lot of people and I don't care how much money you make, how beautiful you are, how good you are. You're arrogant. You better throw all that other stuff away. It's, and it's, it's nothing compared to who God is like, and to whenever people are arrogant in like the gifts they've been given and, mm. and arrogant over you know, putting themselves and their gifts over God. It's like God gave you those gifts. Like, who are you to then, like, turn around and be arrogant about them? He gave them to you. He can take them away from you, too. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. You just... Yeah, it's like the reality of it is, it's like the higher you think of this yourself, it's almost like you don't love others as much because you look below them and mm. you never want to do that. And also the uh, the higher you go, the harder you fall. And like That's right. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Whenever I see people who are super arrogant, I'm always like, "Ooh, that's going to be bad when you fall from that because it's it's like God will humble you." That, that's why it's also good to just have a good like strong core group around you to oh, yeah. keep you that way, like good people around you. I can't even imagine truly if you and I started like putting our nose up and getting arrogant. You know how fast we would be like, who do you think you are? You better come back down to earth. Like any friends who like blow s- smoke. It's my number one thing, arrogance. Arrogance me and too. greed. Greed is bad. Greed is really bad. But, but arrogance, arrogance to me is like the start of everything. It's just. And I see it so much here in LA. Oh my gosh, yeah. I know because everybody thinks that they're God. Everybody thinks they're the God's greatest gift the to Illuminati. Earth. True. <laughs> It's a little QAnon-y for today. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a great story. Uh, faith. It's, and that's, yeah, faith. And um, it's something you see constantly in the Bible that, like, yeah. faith has made you well. Your faith has saved you. Your your, your, faith, your faith has, it's just, that's and where that's it starts. A, yeah, and, and God welcomes sinners. You. That's why I love this story, too, because you don't have to be perfect. Like, he, he sat with the sinners. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, it's so true. I know. And whenever people say things like, you know, you need to you need to be of the word and not the world like you shouldn't be in the world like you shouldn't be of the world. But like we got to go in the world. That's where the people who need Jesus are. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, we need to be in church and be in the community. But like all those people are saved. They're fine. We got to go get the people who aren't saved. Yeah, that's what matters. Yeah. Moral of the story. Don't be arrogant. Don't be arrogant. That's if you, the worst. If you feel, you know, if you sin, you go before God, you take it to him, you repent, ask for forgiveness, mean it from your, your heart. Let me tell you, you think that arrogance feels good because it puffs you up and it gets you like, it just feeds your ego. It doesn't actually feel good. You know what feels so good? is being so humble to the point of falling to your knees in front of God and crying and being like, I am nothing. Literally, I am nothing. My life means nothing. I am worth nothing without you. I can do nothing without you. 
that's true peace. Arrogance is like that's too heavy of a burden to carry to think that like you're the you're the best and you've got it all and you can do it all. That's I don't want that. Oof. I I want to I want to be like no, I am nothing but thank God I serve the God who is everything. I love that so much. Sorry. <laughs> Cut. We don't need to talk about anything else. I love you. We are on one too. I feel so close to him. I don't know. I just love him. I love him. So that was the story for today. Good story, huh? I love the Bible. We're obsessed. Can I have I told the story though, really quick before we get into it of of when I did I say it last time of Mm. when I walked into your house and I saw you taking all the notes in the Bible? Did I tell that? So. A couple of weeks ago, I don't know for which episode it was, but um, Ari reads the Bible regularly, and and so do I, but she, like, really, when we started doing the podcast, was like, I want to be well-versed in ever Like, I've never seen somebody take anything more seriously than I saw you take this podcast and, and God and the Word. I went to your house one day, <laughs> and... You were in your pajamas at like 5 p.m. And I was like, yo, what's up? Did you leave today? And you were like, no, I've been here all day. And you open your Bible. She has a notebook full of notes. She's writing down scripture. This girl is manic about Jesus. And I'm like beaming with pride. You're like, I have never been so proud. I've never been so proud. And I'm like, and you're like reading to me everything. And you're so, I just, to see, it was like potent, like how on fire you were for God. I am obsessed and with learning about him. I know. And I, I said to you, I was like, I was just smiling as you were telling me and I go, do you feel close to him right now? And you look at me, uh, you look at, at me and go, I've never been so obsessed with anything in my life. <laughs> I've never been so obsessed. I'm obsessed with him. Well, Angela can literally recite the whole Bible front to back without even reading it. <laughs> yeah, right. I wish. It's absolutely incredible. Oh, oh, should we talk about how I have literally become the most annoying person on the planet? I started memorizing scripture recently just because it feels good. And when you memorize scripture, it gets like, you know, etched in your heart. It's really good for you. We're at lunch the other day with a couple of people I don't even know. I got carried away and I go, hey, you guys want to see something cool as if it's a party trick? I'm like, you want me to read Psalm 23 to everyone? And I recited the whole psalm and everyone's looking at me like... We got it, Bible girl. Oh, just, we got just it. to let you guys know so you don't feel so bad, um, before I started reading the Bible, <laughs> I have to say, before I started reading the Bible and I was super new into my faith, I was reading it and I go, hey, Ange, do you want to go to Palms 1029? <laughs> I thought it Palms. was. I thought it was called Palms. Anyways, we might cut that no, out. We no. might not. That's Let's amazing. That's amazing. Um, That's okay. At one point, I thought that Jesus parted the Red Sea. It was Moses. All right. No, you didn't. You just. No, I really did. did. I'm not being humble. No, I really did. I won't even begin to say what I thought. I don't want them to think we're false prophets. So let's move on. <laughs> You are the opposite of a false prophet, sister. <laughs> you love the Lord, and that's facts. So, so get to know us. To some of the questions, um, what is your big aha moment where you really felt God's presence? My big aha moment. Like you were like, whoa, I just, that's him. That's God. You go first. Okay. Well, I have two. Um... 
God, which one should I tell? All right, I'll just try See to tell both. these quickly. I want to hear them both. Um, so the first one, the first one that comes, I've had many, but the first one that comes to my mind was this past year when I was in the thick of my storm. <laughs> we didn't want to get deep. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead. Um, you guys know when you're in such, like, heartbreak, emotional pain that it almost feels physical. I was at my friend's house back in Massachusetts, and I had been feeling like, do you ever feel like you're literally, like, you you cannot take the pain anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, I literally felt like I was Googling, can you die of a heartbreak? Like, I thought I was going to die. Like, I was, it's not funny, but I can look back now and be like, I'm okay. But the pain was so severe, like, the emotional pain, I was crawling out of my skin. I kid you not. I looked like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. I started running down the street. Like I couldn't I couldn't escape the pain. So I started running down the street. She lived by a beach. So at the end of the road was a private beach. I was the only one there. I then fell to my knees. I look up to God and I was like, "God, I need you right now. I cannot take this pain for another second." It feels so physical. I have not slept in about five days. I haven't eaten in about ten. The only thing I can cook, the only thing at the time that I was consuming was chocolate milk. Like I literally couldn't eat. I was withering away. I was like, please help me. I just need rest. Please take this pain away. Before I knew it, I kid you not, I was asleep. I woke up two hours later. And I opened my eyes, and all I remember was it was just this bright light, and I had felt euphoric. Mm. Like, I had felt so at peace, and it was funny, and I'll never forget this. When I opened my eyes, I had a little smirk on my face, and I laid there, and it, and I, when I tell you, it felt like I was in heaven. Like, it was just bright lights. I had felt... Like, that burden of pain was gone, completely gone. And I just laid there, and I—I don't want to get emotional, but I laid there, and um, I just was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know that's you, God. Mm. And for the rest of the week, I had— an amazing meal. I was I had my appetite back. I enjoyed the rest of the week with my family and my grandmother, and I was freed from that pain. <sighs> it was, it was God. I felt Him in that moment. And then I'll just say another quick one. Um, <clears throat> I went through a time where I was completely isolated. I all in my, all of my friends had moved out of LA, so it was just literally me and God. And now that I look back, I know exactly what He was doing. Um, and I was going to church every Sunday by myself. And as I was driving, I had just felt so alone. And I was like, God, I feel so far from everything. I feel far from you. Please keep your arms around me. Please, if you can just give me a sign that I know you are, you are with me. I got to church five minutes late. And I said, and I whispered to myself in the car as I was driving, I said, if you're with me, please play Waymaker when I go into church. Like, I just want to hear that because that's how I know you're with me. Well, as I'm walking into church, all of a sudden, I hear Waymaker. That was the song that was playing as I was walking into church. And I was just like, oh, my God, thank you, God. I 
like it was just so beautiful. He was with me in that moment. I wish I could explain to you what I feel in my body. I I like have I'm, I didn't just get goosebumps once. I feel like I'm getting like ripples of goosebumps, like just the Holy Spirit, just so present and so like that. I and I've heard those stories too, and that they're so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. He loves you so much. He's He's always with you. So you can, you never, I, I never feel, feel alone anymore. I know. Because I just know he's with us. Now tell us your story. I, I love that so much. I, mine is kind of similar to yours. The first time, I, I, I think I've experienced it when I was, you know, younger. But the first time that really comes to mind is after I had gotten sober, um, here we are again. After I had gotten sober, I was still dealing with a lot of anxiety. I, I was dealing with a little bit of like agoraphobia. I was I had panic attacks about having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. So I was scared to be alone because I thought I might have a heart attack. Silly stuff. Um, all demonic. And I had been living in Florida with my family during COVID. And then I it was 2020, 2020, I don't know. It was sometime, and I was moving back to L.A. I got a new house. I was going to live with some people I didn't know. All of them were out of town, right? I had been in a relationship for a while and then in a relationship before that, so I hadn't been alone in a long time, and then I lived with my family. So I go, I go into, I move into this big house, right? I'm by myself. Everyone's out of town. I dropped my mom and my sister-in-law off at the airport because they had come to L.A. just to, like, help me move in and, like, hang out. I dropped them off at the airport. I'm freaking out. It's silent. I'm, like, and I was a couple of years into, like, really being in the faith with with Mm -hmm. God. But, I mean, I, I had just started reading the Bible. I didn't know the authority that I had. I didn't have the boldness that I have now. And so we get in the car, and there's this song called I Am Not Alone by I think Carrie Job is her name. I play the song, I'm not alone. I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm like, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Jesus is with me. I like get into the house. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fearful. I keep just saying I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus just over and over and over again. I get into my room. It's upstairs. I go in, into my room and it feels so quiet. I close the door and I say out loud, well, it's just me and you now, Jesus. <laughs> out loud by myself. And then I'm like, it's so quiet and the quietness felt so loud that I was like, what do I do? Like, what, what do I do? I put worship on the TV and I'm having all this fear and I, all anxiety and I feel alone. And then all of a sudden the present, I don't know what song was playing, but the presence of God came so thick in my room. I dropped to my knees anxiety gone, fear gone, pressure gone, me and Jesus, he was there. No, I didn't see his face. I didn't see a go. I didn't see anything, but he was in that room with me. And I literally just with tears on my face, I'm laughing. Like I'm laughing so hard. And I'm like, this is weird. Like I'm really, It's like crazy, but I'm just dying laughing. Like, I can't believe you just met me here like this. Yeah, that was a story. That was the most re- recently, right? No, but that, oh, that happened. happened again. That happens to me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that happens to me every day. But that was the first time I ever ha- like ha- was really overcome by the Holy Spirit like that, you know. And that, and you would say that that is what the presence of Jesus feels like. Yeah, it's, 
Yeah. I th- honestly think that goosebumps are the Holy Spirit to me. Because when I get goosebumps, I feel God. Like, mm. I, I know that's him. It's just, it's a little, like, tickle. Like, I'm here with the, I don't know. I just, I, re- I felt the Holy Spirit right now when you were speaking. Wow. I think it's that. And then when, when the pain is too much to bear, I know for me, well, for everyone, when you ask him, please release this for me, and you just sit and you get on your knees and you pray to him, he will. You will feel just a a release in your heart and relief and just peace. Peace, that's what it is. So sometimes he might not even take the pain away, but he will give you peace through it. Mm. Yeah. Love him. Okay. So me and you being like, we're going to answer a lot of questions. (laughs) We're not going to go on a tangent. Hi, GGB gang. This is Ange and Ari, and we have a question for you guys. Do you want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one so easily, and then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place, for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup's like, whether you're at home or in the studio, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, you guys, it has changed the game. I mean, we're able to do video podcasts without just having to do audio podcasts. And we're able to do Q&As and polls at the end. And it has just brought us so close to you guys and really created a community feel. So we really recommend that you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. We love you. God bless you. Uh, how did, well, oh, first of all, are you guys related? No, we're not related, but I think we have morphed into each other so much. Everybody asks if we're related. Everywhere we go, people think we're twins. Everywhere. I'm flattered. I'm more flattered. No, No, but we're not twins. We're not sisters. right? Yeah, definitely. No, No, you do. I'm older than her. Just by a couple months. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they want to know how we got our friendship started why don't you tell the story um (laughs) this is one of our favorite stories we've told it before but we were on a job together and this is I I always it's just so cute to think about how God was like hmm I'm gonna have these two girls come together very unassuming nobody would have thought it would have been us doing this and we're they're gonna talk about Jesus and I'm gonna give them this platform to do it but um we're on a job together and I I went up to her because she was crying (laughs) why don't you tell it um yeah we were at a job I it was my birthday I was broken guys (laughs) I know. I, you guys must think I'm just this huge mess, but I. <laughs> they do. They think we are disasters. <laughs> I was really broken. Um, I didn't think I was going to. I remember calling my, my dad and I was like, Dad, how am I going to get through this day? I'm not going to be able to. Do- I looked like a monster. I had been having breakdowns all day. So um, they had to redo my makeup like three times because I kept crying through it. And I looked to my left, and there's Angela. She grabbed my hand, 
and she looked at me. I had no idea who she was. She had no who I was. I don't know why I I did it. (laughs) And she just looked at me and she was like, hey, listen to me. I don't know what you're going through right now, but we're going to get through it together, okay? I'm going to sit here with you and we'll get through it together. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, I kept touching her hand like, is she like an angel or is this real life? Like I, I, I never had, you know, I would never think at a at a modeling job, you know that yeah. that would happen. Yeah. Um. So that, that was, was when a, it started. That was our, and then um, I love that story. That was when it started, and then we like kept in contact. We kind of ran in the same circle, but we weren't, you know, best friends. And then we had seen each other in Vegas. And we, like, talked a little bit more. And then I got – I had your number and whatever. One day I had gone through a situation with another with another friend, I guess. And I was just really – it was kind of a not a good situation. I needed someone to talk to. And out of every person that I could have called, I called Ari, who I barely knew. And I was just – I couldn't have called a better person because <laughs> Ari is the most rider – oh, if you – like, if you tell this girl that you have a problem with someone, she will show – no, she's not violent, but, like <laughs> – but like she would hide a dead body with you she really would um and I'm sorry you're just that type of friend and I called her and she just like nobody has ever made me feel instantly better about something in my life and I was like I mess with this girl I really like her and after that I don't know we just started hanging out every single day we started doing everyone asks what's your guys hobbies let me tell you that was a question we go to pilates we wake (laughs) up i pick her up we go to creation get a smoothie we go to pilates we go to creation again i know you're not supposed to make an idol of anything we hear you we know that but we have a confession to make we've made an idol out of this place called creation i've made an idol out of creation (laughs) i am spending so much money spend 80 dollars a day i'm not even kidding no, we. I. I actually am stopping. Yeah. Well, there can be exceptions, right? But we just have to talk about it. All right. Okay. Um. Anyways, so and a lot of people say, "Hey, how do we find Christian friends?" I really want like a good friendship, like how you guys have. You guys, when I tell you, at the time before I met Angela. I would go into the park because I had no friends. And you think this is a joke? It's not. I would sit in this park by my house. I sound nuts. (laughs) No, you have to finish it now. I was talking to squirrels. I can't believe it. I had no one. Like, I didn't know. I was like, how am I ever going to, like, I was talking to squirrels. Like, I was just laying in the, how do you say it, by the way? The squirrels or squirrels? Squirrels. Squirrels. I was just, like, laying there. So, I would just, honestly, like, just pray on it. Like, I'm not kidding you. I would go into church and just pray. I would be like, please bring me someone kind of like myself who who loves Narcissus. Jesus but isn't perfect. A narcissist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I would just be like, please, just, just bring me someone who can help. That's actually one thing that I prayed upon. I was like, bring me someone who can grow me f- closer to my faith. Yeah. Like, you were more, you were deeper in your faith than I was. Thank you, God. You helped me so much. Like, you helped me learn about the Bible and 
So just pray on it. Pray, pray yeah. on it. That's that's the advice I would give you. Definitely, because God absolutely wants us to have godly friends yeah. who will make us better and bring us closer to him. Never forget, if they bring you closer to God, you want to keep them. If they pull you away from God, you, you don't want to keep them. Bum. Dump them? Yeah, truly. Okay, right. next get question. Get to know us. We gotta all right, all right. get to know us questions. Someone said, how many siblings do you have? Oh, yeah. I have two older brothers. That's why I'm um, probably the way that I am. How they are be- you? They beat me up a lot. So you're tough? A little bit. Right. Do you think I'm tough? I've never seen you fight, but I have seen those Taekwondo. Oh, it's Muay Thai. Is it Muay Thai? Yeah, but I meant like emotionally tough. But you, I am. You fit. are. You are. You know what's so funny? You think that you're emotionally tough. You think I'm not? You you're see like me cry a like. Kid. When you cry. You see I, me cry you, Hey, let me tell you something. When she cries, <laughs> I feel, I, know, I I can really sit there with my friends and be like, it's okay. I feel so bad when she cries. It's the saddest thing you will ever see. Because she will try so hard to fight the tears. <laughs> and she'll be like, and I just don't know why. <laughs> I know. It's because when people don't cry, it's like so much. I, I don't know. I hate, I, I wasn't always like this. What happened? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, I have two sisters and a brother. You know, it's so funny. It wasn't funny. an easy Girls gone Bible. childhood. We both used to, we've both gotten into fights when we were younger. Okay. Can you um, believe <laughs> Which one is it? It's worth telling. <laughs> we're not condoning violence. Don't get into a fight. But, but if don't you do, with bullies. But if you do, don't lose. I'm just saying. Don't, don't ever do. No, don't yeah. fight. Where are you from originally? I am from Albania. I did my 23andMe. I am 98.5% Albanian, 1.5% Italian. Don't know where that came from. Both my parents are Albanian, born and raised. Mom's from Shkoder. Dad's from Tirana, if you were wondering. Wait, how do you say that? Tirana. Tirana. Yeah. You have to come to Albania with me. Please. They would love you. Hey, do you think that I could pass as Albanian or no? Well, everyone thinks we're sisters. Wait, do I look it or no? Or do I just look like a white girl? Ari tells people that she's Brazilian. (laughs) (laughs) When when we're somewhere and you're talking to someone and I hear you go, yeah, I'm Brazilian, I go, <laughs> Sometimes I like to play the role. It's fun. It, it's my alter ego, <laughs> Alessandra. <laughs> um, so you're Albanian. Yeah, and where I'm... are you from? Why? No, I'm from um, Boston, Massachusetts. Boston. Um, I'm Dutch and Italian and German and Irish. Voice. Biggest pet peeve. peeve I have physical. so many. <laughs> I really do. Go ahead. Jesus, teach me patience. I hate when people slurp their tea or I coffee. I do it all the time. You're the worst. I <laughs> I really dislike when like they're slurping the pasta. I don't like slow drivers. I don't um, like slow drivers. Cheap. Cheap people. It's hard for I, me. The great greed like it's like greed. Like the It is. Do you know why I think and you and I are just so like we're just not weird about money at all. Like we would we fight over who's gonna pay anywhere. And we just don't, I don't know. And so when we see other people who aren't like that, we're just like, what happened? Like, If you don't have it, it's it's not even that. It's not even like, oh, oh, I don't have it. It's just when I see people like. When you don't have it, it's a completely different story. But it's just like in the Bible. Like, you know what my biggest, pe- oh, I found it on that topic. My biggest pet peeve, I'm sorry to say, people who don't tithe. 
People that don't what? Tithe. <laughs> what is that word? Tithe. It's when you give at church. People that don't what? <laughs> tithe. Tithe. I thought you said something else. Tithe. When they don't give at church. Mm. That's my... <clears throat> and I'm sorry to say... Okay, because, I mean, they say... It's there are stories in the Bible of there are people with so, 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 so much money who didn't give, who didn't sow and, and give to God. And there's people with absolutely nothing who give whatever they can. And it's like it's not about how much money you have or how much money you would give because, you know, even a dollar counts. It's just it's the heart posture. And it's like if you have if you're not generous when you have a thousand dollars, you're not going to be generous when you have a million dollars, you know? What's the one item of clothing you couldn't live without? I know what yours is. What? Crop Crop tops. (laughs) Oh, I know what mine is. My Reformation dresses. You know, that's like my, my just throw on a nice, beautiful dress. What is your favorite Bible verse? Oh, my favorite verse is probably, is probably, it's not probably, it's definitely, it's like my life verse. It's Acts twenty twenty four. It's, however, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task given to me by the Lord Jesus, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. It's beautiful. It's the best. Why is that your, your favorite verse? I mean, I feel like it's what I've, I it's almost I feel like it's written for me. It's what I founded my life on. Is is I, I I truly feel my life is actually worth nothing to me if not to serve God. Yeah. You know. What's your favorite verse? Oh, mine. Yeah. Mine is Isaiah forty one ten. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. Why is that your favorite? favorite. Why? Because it's it's what comforted me this whole journey. Do not fear. I am with you. When I found God, like that's all I could hear Him saying to me. Don't don't be scared. I'm right here with you. And all that storm that He brought me through this year, that was because He was strengthening me into the woman that I was supposed to be. How did you find the confidence to start to speak to people about Jesus? Oh, actually, yeah, this is a good one because you and I were talking about how before we, because we're going to do a whole thing on ministry and evangelism and, and how to get like involved in that. But you and I were talking about how, you know, after we really got strong in our faith together as friends, we kind of started, this is because people want to know how the podcast started. We were kind of like in a large extended group of girls um, who a lot of them believers, some of them not, but not like super strong, you know, followers of Jesus. But we started ministering to the people around us. And it was just like a big group of girls, a lot of them, you know, sometimes involved in things they shouldn't be in, but everyone just needed help, basically. Mm. And you and I just started being like, we have the way, we have the key, we, you know, we have the answer to everything. And that's what we started doing in our personal lives off of the tea. So like, before we ever even thought about coming on a platform to talk about him, we are doing it in our everyday lives. Yeah. And then I, one time we were just sitting together and we looked at each other and we were like, we should take these conversations that we're naturally having and, and record them and see what happens and see if it can help anybody else. Because we saw how much it was helping others. Yeah. Yeah. 
I and I think what gives you confidence too in God. Well, for me, I devoted so much time to Him because I saw what He was doing in my life, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want my life to be not about myself, not about my career, not about anything else. I want it to be about You. Mm. So I'm going to devote so much time to You because I know that's why You isolated me and put me here just to be with You. Yeah, and so. Um, I love that you say that about reading because I swear the number one way to have confidence in speaking about him is through the word, is about reading about him. Because I know when I first started getting in the faith, I was like, I can't really have these conversations with people because I don't know enough. Like, I don't, I, I, if they're going to ask me hard questions, like, you know, for example, if Jesus is God, why did he have to pray to him? Like back then I I would freeze. I, I would have no idea what to say. So um, the more I learned, the more I, I, I read and I listened to sermons and everything. That's where you find the confidence through wisdom and knowledge. Yeah. It's, it's not easy to read the Bible I, for beginners. I know, but there are so many videos that they explain it. They explain it really well. And the sermons are incredible. So really try to watch those also. I have one more. Oh, we had a question. Go um, ahead. what is your, what do you think your best quality is? In myself? Yeah. I have no idea. Why? What's yours? I think yours. I, I could tell what yours is. I, I think you, you have a very Christ-like mind. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, the people in your life, you are so patient, accepting, and I only hope that whoever I marry can be as patient and accepting and loving as you. Thank That's you. your best quality. You're so cute. Like, Somebody will do something that's so annoying to me, and you'll be like, eh, it's fine. I wasn't always like that. I promise you it's only through the grace of God God and the power of Jesus I was not patient like that. My mom says to me all the no one is happier in life, I think, than my mother because she sees me, and she'll see my patience. My number one thing, I never had patience. Yeah. My patience, I, I... I truly have like unlimited patience. It's wild sometimes. And that's that's like the physical or like the earthly manifestation I see of God in my life the most is through like pa- my ability to like have patience in all situations. Yours is I mean one of them. There's so many, but I would say your ability you have like no ego or pride whatsoever. And it is so I mean you're humble. It's your humility. It's got to be your humility anybody can say anything to you that anybody else would be like, no, that's wrong or get offended. And you immediately are so self-aware and like reflective and introspective that you, you just don't get offended by anything. Mm-hmm. I think you, you're just so confident in who you are that like as a friend, as, as a boyfriend, anybody can come to you and be like, Hey, you're doing this and this is how it's making me feel. You're immediately like, okay, let me like look to myself and see why I'm doing that. Do you get what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, instead of being on defense Yeah, you're mode, just yeah. so accountable. Yeah. You just, there's no pride there. It's the Thanks. best thing ever. I love you. It's the you. easiest person to, like, be, have in your life. Oh, I love you so much. I love you. Do you... <laughs> I know Ari can't wait to be a mom. Do you want a family too, Ange? I was literally put on this earth to be a mom. Yeah. To be called mommy. I can't... I, nothing I hope matters. we have kids together. Me too. I really... I can't wait. We're going to homeschool our kids together. Like, get a teacher. We're not going to homeschool them. But we're going to get a teacher the for the kids. We kids to be in school. We just no. have to make sure that... They're not indoctrinated? Yeah, there's a good school. If you guys 
can't, you know, this is Girls Gone Bible for a reason. The Bible is the most important thing that you, in life, and you, you have to read it every single day if you can. Best time is in the morning, so you yeah. start your day with Jesus. And, and I promise you, not saying that your life is going to be perfect, but if you start every day with the Bible, you will notice how everything just so happens to fall into place for you. So true. Um, and even if you can't read a whole chapter or whatever, a psalm, or, or Proverbs, just, just one psalm is great. Um, I was thinking about reading Psalm 27 today. Um, all right, you ready? This one goes, it's crazy. All right. <clears throat> psalm 27, an exuberant declaration of faith. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted above all my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of his joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Beautiful. I love that so much. All right. Well, guys, uh, get to know us, huh? <laughs> we Us trying to answer questions is, I mean, the time just flies by. It flies. It really does. I hope we... I hope you guys got to know us a little bit better today. A little today. bit. We love you. Thank you guys so much. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards mm. you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, Jesus. we love you so much. Love you. Bye. 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 Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program.